It's the two megastars summer mashup. The awesome iPhone on the Rockstar Metro PCS Network. Get the iPhone you've always wanted for zero dollars so you can jam without limits. It's a hit. Get an iPhone SE on us when you switch. Metro PCS. Coverage not available in some areas, plus sales tax and $10 activation fee. Requires port of number not currently active on T-Mobile Network or on Metro PCS in past 90 days to an unlimited LTE plan. See store for details and terms and conditions. It is the Grown Man-ish Podcast. Welcome. Welcome to the show. This is your guy, Bowtie Fresh. And of course, as always, running the, running the point guard, as I'm the small forward, you know who it is. Tell them who you are, bro. Hey, man, it's Mike Zeta Don. We back, bitch. Three A, you know what I'm saying? Back in business, back from vacation. You know what this is? We didn't, it took a little time off to get re-energized, but, but we back up in this now, giving y'all what y'all back. need and what y'all been asking for. Bruh, so you went on vacation. Bro, where'd you go? I took it took a little vacay down to the old Florida action. You know, went to went to uh, Bush Gardens, took my little guys to enjoy uh, a, a little time before school started. So you know, just took my little guys down and you know enjoyed all the festivities. I didn't realize that uh, Bush Gardens was way more than you know what I thought it was. You know, I just thought it was a big thing for animals and stuff. And of course, that's what it was. I mean, it was. We done a safari, African safari, and a bunch of other stuff there. But it's actually like an amusement park along with all that stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. has all this. Had a really good, had a really good time. And then uh, they have uh, like this a, a whole separate park that's directly across the street is uh, Sea World Safari something. But it's just like a huge ass water park. So just think something like Kings Island, but all water. Um, so. They had that, and they, my, uh, my my little dudes, they're into that uh, tech stuff, and they're into, you know, uh, young engineers and, and type stuff, you know, that they're involved in back here at home. But they have a uh, a science museum down there for kids, so we uh, we participated in that. And we just overall had a good time, man, just you know, wanted to get away, enjoy, and, and you know, before before school started, and just have a, just have a little moment to, to let my little dudes live life a little bit, bro. Cool, what about cool. you, man? What's what, what you didn't got into? Well, man, you know, doing doing our hiatus, man. I uh, work with Indiana Black Expo with the Youth Leadership Summit. Had a good time, you know. Dylan, you know, definitely spent uh, three days with over two hundred kids all overnight with teenagers. So, you know, they had some That's ups right. and downs. But and y'all know how to, time, y'all know how to grow man this podcast does. You know, we don't just talk about it; we live it. You know what I'm saying? So we always give back. And shout out to Mike J. Uh, for 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 doing what we do, stepping up to the plate and, and showing out, man. I I know you probably have some interesting things going on there, Mike J. Like, oh like, man, so let me like Expo's one thing. <laughs> oh yeah, so let me tell you this. So Saturday, we were taking the kids to Real Talk, and they had a uh, Coach K and Ro James. And Coach K, and I'll get into Ro James in a minute. Coach K is the CEO of Quality, uh, the Migos label. And yeah, mm-hmm. they have other acts. So he's from he's from the town, he's from the city. So, you know, he was coming to talk to the kids and Ro James also. Do you wanna tell Ro who Ro James is? Shout, shout out shout, shout out to Ro James. That's 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 my fam, that's my cousin. You know, we went to grew up together, went to high school together, graduated together. So uh as that as much love and, and, and many blessings to my to my fam. So shout out to him for, for showing the showing the city some love and, you know, giving giving back. 
so he has, you know, he had to hit permission. He performed everywhere it's from. He done some, you know, doing on tour with Maxwell, Mary J. Blige. So the brother's blowing up. And it's, honestly, I, I knew the brother too, and I still know him. I didn't know the brother's sons. So, you know, I even told him. I oh, yeah, laughing. So, y'all, you know we sung back in the day when we was in high school? Yeah, I mean, I, I I knew that he sung a little bit and and was you know he he had the aspirations, but I just didn't realize that he was as serious about it you know as he is obviously as he is and about his craft. But yeah, I knew he sung a little bit and he comes from a long line of singers. You know his his daddy you know his daddy can sing. You know we got a couple uncles that can sing. We have uh, an aunt who who is a very well known uh, uh, musician and 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 singer in the in the city and beyond. So it's in the it's in the bloodline now. Now your boy Bowtie Fresh, he didn't get in, he didn't get none of that. I got, I got none of them vocals, uh, but I could be a hell of a damn background dancer. I can tell you that. You know, I hump the stage like Pretty Ricky, or you know, get a little genuine action going on, or something like that. But there's no singing uh, from Bowtie Fresh. You, but, you give a nigga yeah, an escrow, you yeah, losing his damn mind. <laughs> no doubt, man. Yeah. So it's, it's, good, it's good to hear that thing was good with uh with with, with the fam. Uh, out but, of but, college, but this, right? is the, this is the this is the funny part, right? So I'm talking to my man Cam. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I know Roll J. I think kind of like dismissed me like I didn't know him. So they were coming to the basketball game, and I just happened. I walked up, and I, I, you know, I gave Roll his government name, not the full government, but what I knew him as before he became Roll James. So we sit back, you know, we embrace his brothers. We talking. So then after the conversation, Cam goes to, like, yo, goes to my lady. Yo, man knows Roll James. She's like, yeah, he ain't got to lie to me. Like, he really, really, really knows Roll James. So this tripped me out because it's somebody who, you know, Roll James and I, we had a funny relationship. We would just crack on yeah, each other man. all the time. I mean, <laughs> it was like, that was my boy. And, you know, I had love for him. And, you know, we would admittedly we'd just pick with each other all the time. <laughs> Like almost right, get right. to the point ready to fight, but just pull bill, just pull it back. So the scene yeah. that I told him, I was like, I'm proud of you. I bought the album when it came out. I streamed it too, but I bought it. And then he said, when the EP comes out, I'm gonna get it. All right, cool. So see Ro James, right? So then afterwards, you know, we take the kids back, we get to get some pizza, and bro, guess who I see? Teddy Riley. So Teddy Riley's Uh-oh. walking up in Teddy. Teddy Riley's hey, Teddy's getting ready to go to the concert. So Teddy's eating a bag of Doritos, right? And this this woman, um, she comes out of nowhere. Teddy, Teddy, can I have a chip, Teddy? Oh, we family, baby. Can I have a chip? So Teddy's like, all right, baby, come here. There you go. He said, open up the bag, have a chip, baby. And he gave her a kiss on the cheek. Dog, she swooned. When I say swooned, <laughs> I mean swooned. Next thing you know, these, these, all these older babies, they come out. Teddy! Make sure you're at the concert early. Well, come on, say it. <laughs> Yo, all right. So I'm just hanging wow. out watching. So next thing you know, they they have all the like the celebrities and stuff. They get to go to the sprinter to go to the concert. So the next thing I know, I come out there, I see a dude who looks like he had to be Frankie Beverly's brother. He looked like Frankie Beverly was like on like on steroids with an old man body. You know how them old men, they strong, <laughs> they get they got guts, but they got big arms. He looked like a he looked like a ghetto Popeye. But, but he had like these <laughs> shoes on that had like rhinestones and stuff on. I didn't know if he was gonna click his way back to eyes or he was gonna moonslide the Tom Jordan cruise. Cool. So I'm down there. We had kids have their party. We come back. Here comes the white party. And for the white party for Black Expo after the concert, white those on their white. 
white clothes. I remember I said white party to somebody before, and they thought I was talking about a KKK thing. This is somebody who's Caucasian. <laughs> so I'm down there back in the, back in the lobby, making sure the kids ain't trying to sneak out. And next thing I know, here comes Teddy again. So, you know, Teddy, cool. He's talking to everybody. And they was like, Teddy, you going to the, and he going to the white party? He's like, nah, I'm going to get something to eat. Then Teddy come and ask me and the homie Kim, like, hey, y'all want to get, I'm going to Steak and Shake. Y'all want something? You sure you don't want nothing? Real cool cat, man. So it was, it was a cool time, man. Because, I mean, I love guys. I love What's black up, man. So to meet somebody who I idolize for their music and them would be really cool. Yo, it, 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 was, it was straight, man. So it was, it was cool, it was a cool time, man, to see. And it's it's funny to see, like, you know, the love that he was getting. And then you could tell Teddy been a star for a long time, you know. But he also had this big black dude with yeah. cross eyes who looked like he was his bodyguard. So <laughs> <six five. laughs> Yo, but why, wow. was Frankie Beverly, why was Frankie Beverly not letting people take pics? Nigga, that was rolling. Hey, I, can, I can see it, man. I can see that, man. I, I, it sounds like I definitely missed it, missed out on, on on some action here, you know, back back in the back in the nap oh, town, man, back in the city. Oh man, guess what? Hey, guess who else I seen in the lobby, dog? I seen Kid Capri, Capri, Capri. Uh oh. <laughs> so I'm in the lobby. Well, I'm trying to like get my key. Cause you know, sometimes your key touches your cell phone, demagnetizes it. So I'm trying to get out all that stuff straight because ain't nothing worse than going to your hotel. You can't get in. Got to come all the way back down for them to fix your key and go back up. Right. Like, all right, cool. I'm like, damn, I smell a little something. I smell the wacky tobacco. I said, like, oh, shit, I feel stupid. I, I pulled a stone on me. Here come Kid Capri had the, had, allegedly had the wacky <laughs> tobacco on him. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. Yo, and Kid Capri's neck is like a, this is like an olive color slinky. Yo, that dude got like a whole bunch of loose skin and <laughs> like palm corn, leg corn, dog. <laughs> it's an olive color slinky. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> trying to get chose, man. No doubt. Yeah, trying to get trying to get chose, man. So it was it was a cool thing, man. We had a really good time. We gave back to some kids, gave away laptops. So hopefully we changed some lives. But yo, that's what we've been going on. Beautiful thing. With us doing our hiatus. But before we jump into it, yo, we had a funny Twitter conversation with one of our, you know, our followers. That's one of our really our homies. Anybody if you follow or message the groom man this podcast or you know, anything that we got going on, we to you family to us. So we was talking to the no homie doubt. Washington Brownskin. I think her ad is at Robin. I think it's like R. I think it's underscore R O B Y N. Yo, she talked about somebody going to a funeral, seeing her people saying gangsterling at a funeral. Nigga, I have. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yeah, cause man. you know, cause both I and I, we we both love that song. I mean, you know, you put on gangsterling right now. Yeah. All right, I'm only gonna bust it out and be ready in, in the song or have full denim on. Heck yeah. Yo. Jump into that, man. Go ahead, go ahead, spill it on them, Mike. Drop it. All right. So, 
We are changing to, we have a network now. So next time you get this show, after today's episode, we'll be the Power Print Network. It's still the same thing. So, but we'll have more shows. And we have a new show. We have what we call the Sophista Righteous Show with Miss Shada Kiss and Criddle 24. We're excited. These sisters are professional, but they also they got the ratchet on. So they're doing big things. So they, they had their high achievement, but they know they keep it real. So we are excited, you know, for them to come on. So you'll be hearing Absolutely. them on our show and uh, some theirs. So we're excited. So I mean, God is good. Definitely. I mean, not to get all churchy with everybody, but it's been a year since we started this podcast and we started. We went to a network. We got our group Man. chat show, our smooth jab show, our sophisticated ratchet show, our pro wrestling show coming up. Yo, so God is good. So it's definitely been everybody's been rocking with yeah, us. No doubt. You know, it's, it's definitely been a blessing. So that's what we've been going on the last three weeks. So yeah, man, that's, what, that's what's been cooking. We've been we've been out here cooking, man. You know, growing, like my like my J said, man, expanding and growing. We we now have a network, other shows on the network, and I am super excited, very very excited about this Sophista Ratchet show, man. I think these ladies are going to bring the pain. You know what I'm saying? I think they're gonna I think they're gonna let it flow. It's gonna it's gonna be something special, man. Both both of these ladies have. Have every have everything you're looking for when when it when it comes to some conversation, man. They, you know, everything from just like their, just like their name says, sophisticated and ratchet. So they so so they can give you everything they give you spans the gauntlet, man. So I'm definitely excited about that and and everything that we're doing for 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 the, for the net for the pie print network, man. So keep rocking with us, keep showing the love. We we continue to grow, and as Mike J always says, you know, we we out the trunk. You know, this is this is our money, our backs, our, our, you know, our blood, sweat, and tears, as well as all the other individuals that are now on our, on our network doing their shows and stuff, man. This is, this is, you know, out, out the trunk, like Master P, you know what I'm saying? We battle, oh, battle, yeah. ride it, ride it, ride you know, we're making it happen. You know, mm-hmm. young, entre- young entrepreneur niggas, as they used to say. <laughs> oh, yeah, all I need is some snug Jerome khakis now and a tank top, and I'm ready to go. Or, 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 or rocking a Versace, rocking a Versace shirt. You know, shout out to Jalen Rose and his new queen, man. They were at the Versace Mansion laid yeah, out, laid out in Versace, man. So, and I still yeah, want I one. That. My mom wouldn't let me have one back in '96. Even I had the money to get one after the summer job, man. I, I didn't want the paper; <laughs> one. I wanted the real one, man. So that might be one on my bucket list. I like Jay, so I might be getting the Versace. Might be next. All right, man. So well, let's jump into this. Man. So, man, this rest in peace, man. Yep. So, Thurman Blevins, he's killed by the Minnesota police, man. Bowtie, can you give me get a listen some more information about that? Yeah. Um, so, <clears throat> excuse me. So uh, Thurman Blevins was uh, an individual that was recently killed um, by the by the Minnesota police, um, I believe, and, I, and I'm trying to get to get to my uh, to my note about it. So bear bear with me. But um, individual was. Um, Pretty much along the same lines of everything that has been going on, um, unfortunately, everything that has been going on in, in our society uh, with regards to police shootings and, you know, so forth and so on. But um, video footage was released about the fatal shooting of, of this individual. And, of course, the officers won't be charged. Um, but in this, uh, in the video, Blevins um, was shot and killed. He was murdered um, by these police officers. But... Um, you can hear Blevins clearly stating, you know, please don't shoot me, please leave me alone. Um, and then moments later, you hear the gunshots. 
Um, there was a short foot chase, um, very – a foot chase that was um, – it was a chase, but it wasn't like something that was out of hand. He was always in sight. There was never, never reached for any type of weapon or anything like that. He literally was just saying, "Please don't kill me, get away," that sort of thing. Um, and uh, and again, he was 30, 31 years old and, and was arrested, or not was arrested and was killed. Um, like I said in the video, you hear, you know, a lot, you hear an exchange, a verbal exchange um, between between Mr. Blevins, um, the deceased, and the police officers. Um, but nonetheless, it was it was it was unwarranted, so to speak. You know, it was it was unwarranted. He was unarmed, not posing a threat, um, and he was shot. You know, and your your pain goes out to the family. Your pain goes out for you know for another life lost. And unfortunately, we're seeing a lot of this um, happen in our society. But at the same time, it's like when. When will it stop? What what is going on with these with the police officer with the police forces that you know? I, I always ask you know what what is going on besides them just shooting to kill first? You know, in the video, like I said, you can clearly see he he could have easily been tased if it if it was a taser in the police officer's hand and they shot the taser like that. I mean that's how close that's how close they were. So if you're accurate well, enough to shoot someone with a bullet, you're accurate enough to 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 let me jump in too, bro. This is Minnesota, and, and actually the St. Paul area, that's also where that Philando Castile, he was killed in that area also. So, there, you know, there's, I was reading on the Washington Post, and it was like, they, 584 people in the United States have been killed this year by police, 584. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying all of them are unjustified, because, you know, sometimes people, you know, you shoot with the police, you're probably going to end up dead. But, uh, you right. know, 500, 584 people, so... You know, you really you put that into context of how many you know maybe had weapons or he had them didn't shoot or didn't bring the weapon out. So it's like the uh, brother happened in Chicago weeks ago. So you know this, and it kind of jumps into this. Both have you? I have not. I have been taping. I have I have my that Tra- Trayvon Martin on the DVR. Have not been able to watch it yet. You yeah, know, I have not been able to watch it yet either. I, yeah, I, I, not, I mean, time, I, I have the time. I am just emotionally not in a place to watch it yet, and I'm just not. It's not like a surprise. I know how the story goes. I followed it when it when it happened, but emotionally, I don't have it in me right now to watch it. So that's just something I'm gonna have to watch when I actually kind of can just decompress and have some time to think. But you know, uh-huh. that's just something I want to, to bring it up. Yeah, so, I, I haven't I haven't watched it myself, and for many of the same reasons, I I currently just don't feel like I'm in a spot where I can watch it, um, and and carry on about my my evening or my or my next day uh, appropriately. Um, I know that it's going to invoke many many feelings in me, um, especially with you know, recent news you know still going on uh, sur- surrounding. I'm not going to say his name or give him any justification, but the asshole that that killed Trayvon. Um, is still making headlines, still making news um, for doing very, very similar things, um, yeah. and it, it's just not going to, it's just not going to put me in a good place. So I, I have, I have not watched it, um, but I, but I definitely agree with you, Mike J. Um, it, it, these things have got to stop. Um, now, I'm an advocate, proponent for, you know, things being fair and just. And like Mike J said, if if you're committed a crime or shooting at the police or not complying or, you know, doing whatever, you know, whatever the case may be, putting yourself in a scenario that um, will cause tension with the police. Um, I, I, while I don't, while I don't condone killing anyone from, from any perspective, 
Um, but you put yourself in those type of situations, you have a higher propensity for it. My issue lies where these individuals are innocent. These individuals are unarmed. These individuals are being shot down and gunned down in their back, you know, shot in the back. Individuals being compliant with police officers and being killed. That's that's where my issues come in at. Yeah, so, and, and, you know, and, and we'll and I'll and I'll lead right in lead right into um we also wanna say um and we, we may or may not have last year, but rest in peace to Armando Frank, um individual killed by Louisiana police over a year ago. Um this this individual was I can't I, I was trying to read but I don't know why or what the warrant was for, but the police were serving a warrant for Mr. Frank. Um and he was on his tractor and uh, there was a there was a verbal exchange, but not very aggressive um, verbal exchange. He he was asking to see the warrant. They were telling him to to um, get off of the tractor so they can serve the warrant and arrest him. And there was just a, a verbal exchange back and forth, but nothing very aggressive. And then all of a sudden, you see one of the police officers or officers or or you know law enforcement. He grabs him, has him in a chokehold. They pull him off the tractor, and ultimately they killed this man by asphyxiation. They choked him to death, pretty much. Um, and I believe the last I read that there are some charges that are going to be pending or potentially pending for these officers because they were deemed the instigators in this in this particular scenario. And um, but this video footage was just released. It, this all happened last year, but the video footage was just released. And uh, so there's a big um, there's a lot going on uh, surrounding this case right now. Also, but again. For, for Mr. Thurman Blevins and Mr. Armando Frank, we just want to say rest in peace to those individuals, give prayers and uh, you know to their families and loved ones and all those that are affected, um, including those of us who are that you know like Mike Jay and ourselves, we're affected by this in, in a way, not directly but indirectly. We are affected because this could have very well easily been one of us, or it could it could be my one of my brothers, or you know it could be one of my sons as they age, or, you know as they grow older. So. Uh, we definitely just want to send prayers and and hopefully you know some 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 prayers for these police forces, some prayers for our society. This stuff begins to stop, um, and we can find better ways to to get around some of this stuff. Yeah, man. So also, and we kind of and to kind of piggyback that off. Uh, the other day I read the Ving Rhames when he had the cops called on him when he was in his own own house yeah. and they pulled a gun on him. Is that? I yeah, mean, I read that's, that. That's crazy. Yeah, so, in, you, in you your know, own you, house. <laughs> yeah, so you know, this, this is crazy, man, to, to see stuff like that going on. So, you know, when people call the police, like we make jokes about the extra mayo and people calling the police and we could talk about things you can't do while you're being black. But just any any slight move when, you, when you're a person of color, you can end up dead. So, you know, you I mean, it shouldn't have to be a point of be careful, but we have to be. And that's right. everybody, but especially people who look both high and high. So this is something to think about. And kind of lastly, uh, here clearly we had some vandalism at a it was at a synagogue. You know, somebody mm-hmm. put Nazi signs and things at a synagogue here in the in the suburb of Indianapolis. So you know, the people hit that they can go ahead and go ahead and kill themselves and go. On. We can go the rest of the day. I don't want to get into life, but you know, the city came through and. Showed a lot of love, you know. So we, we love all communities, and this the the you don't have anything to do with your time to actually take time to actually be an asshole to go destroy somebody else's property. So if when right. they talk, I don't feel bad for anything that comes on to them. So exactly, I'm you know. Shout out, shout, shout out, to our, 
Shout out to shout out to uh, uh, Mr. Hogsett and Congressman Carson and a lot of in the community. Uh, all of us as a community came out to to you know denounce this type of hate, denounce these type of actions, and all of us coming together. And uh, Mike J and I talk about a lot of issues that face African Americans um, because we are black men in in America. Um, but that doesn't negate the fact that that we don't stand up against any type of hate. So Mike my, my J and I um, definitely are arm in arm with our Jewish family, our Jew, our Jewish community. Uh, we, we denounce that type of hate, and we stand alongside of you. We don't stand behind you. We stand alongside of you in support, um, as well as Mike J and I. You know, we, we stand alongside our LGBTQ community and our Hispanic brothers and sisters and Asian Americans and Muslim Americans. You know, we... We don't we we don't we don't tolerate any type of hate over here, and anything that we can support that is going to be in pre- peace over violence, uh, peace over hate. Um, that, that that's what we'll do uh, here at the Grown Man Niche Podcast. Yeah, man. So let's uh, so let's push it on, man. So let's let's get some shout outs to so shout out to Octavia oh, yeah. Spencer. Yo, man, she's gonna be C.J. Walker, and it's based off a book by Madam C.J. Walker's uh, granddaughter, Leela Bundle. Read the book when I was in college. So it's a really good book mm-hmm. about Madam C.J. Walker. How you know she born Sarah Breelove and how she you know she worked to get Toro and moved on. So she had a really interesting right. life. Ended up being sad at the end. And also LeBron James thing is his company's like an executive producer. So you know so yeah, shout yeah, out yeah. to LeBron for doing that. And Octavia Spencer. Yeah, man, I love Octavia Spencer's acting too, man. So I am definitely hyped about uh, about this movie coming up, man. Definitely, definitely will go out and show support for sure. And also, we, shout out to Lena Waite, Kid Fury from Kid Fury yeah. from the from the Reed. So yeah, he's man. able to take that, bust off the Reed because he started off doing YouTube videos, went to the podcast, and I know producers making I know, the show. Done a little, so. No, he done a little comedy. You know, he done a little yeah, stand up so, comedy yeah. here and there too. So yeah, definitely, definitely big shout out to to Kid Fury from the Reed podcast and Lena Waite, man. Y'all doing big things. Much love for y'all. Um, and Bowtie Fresh definitely will be supporting, man. I'm a fan of both both of you, um, and I cannot wait to see what this show brings. I know it's going to be fire. Yeah, so we definitely cannot wait. And then also, lastly, talk about LeBron James. Now, this is my GOAT. I mess with Bowtie all the time. This is not about basketball. <laughs> it's about this I Promise Academy. The brother started a public school, not a charter school. Shout out to Jalen Rose. He's doing his great things with the Jalen Rose Leadership Academy. But this yes, is sir. a promise. This is a public school city of Akron, and they're taking. They're not taking high achieving. They're taking the kids who are under the un, underachieving. And I don't say that in a bad way. I'm just saying the kids that are missing the mark when they get test scores, and they're uh-huh. taking these kids and they're providing resources for the parents to get you know for job placement and GED assistance. And they have a food bank. The kids will get a bike and a helmet. They'll get. Uh, they're in school. Longer than most other kids, they you know I said the food bank right, so they get all these different yeah. resources. So, no shout out to that brother man. You know he's and doing not, so not only, not only that, and I, I don't Go know ahead, if you bro. touched on it, but he's also helping the parents too. You know, yeah, getting yeah. parents back and get yeah man. So I mean that's not not just monetarily, but you know getting them GEDs and, and you know trying to trying to get them education to to you know better better their lives and their kids' lives, man. So. Uh, Definite major props to to LeBron James, man. This this is something that's major, something very major that's going on, and I love to see the type of stuff when athletes or celebrities or entertainers or whatnot, you know, they are 
millionaires over millionaires over millionaires. And when they utilize their, their, their money and utilize their blessings for something like this, that's awesome. You know what I mean? I love to see this type of stuff, you know, everyone's their own person and, you know, so forth and so on. And you can have as many cars and watches and necklaces and all that type of stuff, man. But, but this right here is, is a different mark, man. And, you know, like I said, man, definitely much love for LeBron James and much props for that brother for doing this. Yeah, man. So let's transition to that Trump news and transition into to LeBron. He seems to get <laughs> under orangutan and, uh, you know, POTUS in chief to get under his skin. So last night, yeah. it was late, he started talking about that, you know, that he, you know, he had an interview with Don Lemon. LeBron had an interview with Don Lemon after the school opened. And, you know, Trump said that he was up that uh he made Don Lemon the stupidest make look, made LeBron look intelligent. So, Bowtie, why is every time that Trump talks about people with low intelligence, a low IQ, he's always – I read something, I think, in the Washington Post, that 70% of his tweets, when it comes to low intelligence and somebody being stupid, it's always it's about people of color, specifically black color, people. Yeah. Yeah, I read that. I read the same article. Yeah, I don't I don't understand what his angle is, man. Oh, well, I, I take that back. I understand what his angle is, and I, I, I yeah. don't know what he is, um, but – yeah, I, th- I think it's ridiculous that that this dude continuously comes after people of color. Um, it, it's it's it is beyond me why he does that. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I don't understand. And to and to try to go at you know Don Lemon and I think that's just another another one of his ploys. You know, to try to go at the media or make the media seem like they're against him for you know whatever reason. And I mean, only only simple-minded individuals are going to continue to fall into that trap, man. The media doesn't have anything against you or on you. Pretty much, you are bringing all this tea on yourself. This, everybody is taking the things that you have said or the things that you have done, particularly 45. Now, it's not made up. These are things that you're saying. So if, you, if you're if you openly being a damn idiot, and you, you can't fault nobody but yourself. Oh, yeah. So, you know, it, it's 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 amazing, man, how how this guy continues this to go back towards his, his base. So... You know, I don't want to spend too much time on him with that, but I, but you know, it's funny right. that his wife, his wife, you know, she reached out, and that's Melania, the first lady, said that she'd be willing to go to the I Promise Academy. So I don't yeah, know. It's like she, you know, actually, I just she, his wife actually praised LeBron, had nothing but great things to say about LeBron and 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 his move and and the things for the academy. So you know, it kind of makes me wonder, you know, if and when they are together in the White House or whatever house, like. Do they even interact? Because I, I got a feeling that a lot of times Melania is like, just get the hell away from me. I Like, I don't feel like yeah. she can even deal with this guy. <laughs> yeah, because he probably was – I'm sure he was a prick before. Can you imagine him now? Oh, I'm yeah. the president, and they wear bad-fitting suits that will make Michael Jordan jealous. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> but I, let me ask you this, man. So they had some black – did you see the black pastors in the White – visited Trump in the White House? Oh, God, Yes. Yeah, what's up with my man? What's up with Josh Lloyd Banks, individual with the Beijing uh, over when Beijing <laughs> crazy talking about Trump's the most pro-black uh, president ever? What's going on with my man? man? I, I feel like I should yeah, give him a but, Twizzler, a voluntary Twizzler, just for him saying some stupid stuff like that. I, but I'm I, trying I to be cool with a man of the cloth. Nah, 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 man. He 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 can get that. He can get that uh, that Twizzler that's been dipped in the anointing oil, bro. He definitely with, with, Beijing. That, man. with Beijing, man. He he was Beijing. Damn, man. Shout Damn, out to Five Apples. <laughs> yeah, I thought it, man. Like yo, you put the Beijing on your. I mean, to meet the president, bro. Like 
Like, I hope right. it wasn't hot in that, in that room because, you know, that Beijing get to running after a while. So I was just like, yeah, damn. So, what, so let me ask I, you this, I, I I hate to say it, man, but 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 those those brothers, those individuals are lost, man. And and, I, and I'm not speaking negatively to anyone of the cloth, man. But 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 the but the ideals behind what these men were saying is just lost, bro. Coonan, yo, man. So let me ask you this, man. So if your pastor was at that meeting with Trump, and would would you look at different when he came back from when he came back to your church or however you know this this type of thing? you say you say would I look at him differently? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I definitely we would have to have some conversation. We I would look at him differently. I would definitely want to have a conversation with him, like, bro, what are you doing? But then I would have to do some internal thinking, like, man, is this the church for me? Is is this is this is this what I need from what I expect from my leader? And and honestly, I don't know, man. I, I would probably be be profound to start visiting uh, other places of worship and you know trying trying to be led in a in a, in a better way because I, I just don't know if I could follow someone with some of the ideals that. Uh, that that these men were spewing, couldn't do it. Oh yeah, nah, yeah. If it was not, nah, I'd I, 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 I like, I like Lloyd Banks. He's out of here. Oh He's yeah, done. man. I'm like, uh, who was it? Mike Singletary, man. You know, can't do it. Not gonna do it. Can't do Won't it. Happen. Can't do it. Won't happen. <laughs> Yo, man, Won't I'm happen. Sorry. If that was my pastor, I had to send him a meme wrapped up, a text message wrapped up in some scripture. But I definitely was sending yeah, that bro. fuck up out of here. Um, Meme and gif because <laughs> uh, you know <laughs> yeah. that's what would be me up about that up that spot, man. But uh, that's kind of all I wanted to do. I don't want to spend too much time on Harangan and Chief. You know, right now he's uh, I'm sure he's getting tanned up and he's golfing. He's on a one day vacation, so you know he worked so hard. So I'm sure he's enjoying. I'm sure he's enjoying himself eating well done steak and McDonald's uh, fish fillets sandwiches. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. So let's get to the swizzler, bro. Bruh, hey, man, man, you, wanna, you do the first one. Yeah, man. I'm. I, I and I wish. I, and I was literally just scrolling Twitter, and I was online. Like while we were while we're you know recording right now, trying to find out if this woman's name has ever been found out. But to the unnamed white woman in Minnesota, man. Have you again, Minnesota? I'm starting hey. to really get a complex about Minnesota. Like you know what's going on up there, but. Nonetheless, this this unnamed uh, white woman, like I said, I don't know her name. It's not it's not been uh, released yet, but um, she called herself going to disrupt uh, a peaceful protest. Uh, individuals were protesting about uh, uh, Brother Thurman Blevins that we spoke about earlier. They were protesting, you know, his killing and you know police brutality and so forth and so on. Um, this woman calls herself trying to trying to break up this protest or you know get a little aggressive. Uh, with protesters or whatnot, um, and she went up to an African American lady and kind of put her fingers in her face and and she made contact with her. I think she pushed her or pushed her shoulder and you know in some sort of way. Yeah, oh, yeah, she snatched the sign too. Man, this black woman went straight killer instinct on her. It was an ultra combo. <laughs> man, she hit her. Man, she hit her with. Man, she got her that smooth Popeye three piece, no biscuit. She didn't give her no butter, no honey, nope. no nothing. She just pieced her ass up. And then the woman, <laughs> excuse me, then the woman had the nerve to. She had the nerve to try to turn and cry and try to play the victim with the police. Like, oh my gosh, I've been assaulted or I've been hit. No, lady, that's that didn't happen. You was the aggressor in that situation, and it's all called on tape. Man, she pieced her up. I mean, like, and you could tell her she hit her like right, 
She had her in the mouth and then, like, right in the square of the nose, man. So I knew the lady had You know she was crying. Tears welled up in every daggone thing, man. Oh, yeah. But that, oh, yeah, that, that she she gets the daggone Twizzler for trying to recall herself trying to be bold enough to run up on somebody and then try to turn around and be, and get the, and, and, and be the victim. Not going to happen. Mike uh, not not going to happen. Not going to do it. <laughs> not right, going to do it. So I'm going to give it to EA Sports, man. <laughs> So, you know, I'm, I'm getting ready for Madden 19. You know, I like to play Madden. I suck. I, I ain't playing against these kids now. You're angry. Wash me up. But I like to do it after a <laughs> tough day at work, you know, play a game before I go ahead and go ahead and do, live my life. So, you know, they had a they had a song, Big Bank, with YG, uh, Big Sean, Big Sean. And, and, and 2 Chains. And I think and I think uh, Big Sean made something like Y'all Capping, but I'm more like Colin Kaepernick. And they edited Kaepernick's name out like it was a slur or a curse word. And yeah, then they man. try to go back and, and talk about, well, the only reason we did that because we don't have the rights for him to be in the game. And they thought since we didn't have the rights for him to be in the game, that his name couldn't be in the song. But then I found out last year that they had a song on there that I didn't even pay attention to, and I had bought it last year, that they did the same thing. So they seem like they're trying to erase this brother from history. So I'm going to erase uh-huh. EA from EA Madden from my history. So I typically I have bought almost every Madden that has came out. I I'm not buying it this year. So we put a poll on the Grown Manage podcast on our Twitter. I think 80% of our recipients, so we got, you know, a nice amount of people who voted, almost 500 people, that are not going to vote. And then they're not going to uh, buy Madden this year. So that $59.99 plus tax that I normally would, you know, spend for Madden, I'm going to spend it on, on something else. So EA Sports, yeah. I don't I don't really I play. Not. I mean, I have no, I really not really have a reason to, to buy your games. Madden was the yeah. last game I was I wasn't buying live, and I wanted to get it because, you know, the kids, they're going to have actually women players on, on live, but, yeah, <laughs> someone's going to have to sacrifice. So, EA Sports, yeah, piss y'all, on, y'all piss on here. here. Yeah, piss on y'all, EA Sports. I, I haven't bought Madden since since Madden 09. That's number one. And when they when they changed those controls and you had, it was like a damn cheat code to pass the ball, I got pissed off about it. But I, I know since then, Mike J told me since then, they kind of reverted back to some easier controls. But nonetheless, EA Sports pissed on y'all. I got nothing for you, man. Um, I, I will not I will not support your games of any on, on any platform or of any kind. Then you have to be EA Sports because I know that y'all EA y'all make other other games that are non sports related. I will not support you, EA Sports. Y'all are now considered Papa John's of video games. Fuck y'all. Yeah, so they out to the big brother Cat, yo noop. You know, keep doing your thing. We still gonna support you. We we still rocking with, with, with Brother Cat and EA Sports, you know, y'all y'all can get that digital twizzler. Piss on y'all. Yeah, man. So EA Sports is in the games. EA Sports is in the Twizzler. So go ahead and hang yourself. Yeah. All right, brother. So yeah, go ahead. We get that last that last Twizzler, man. Go ahead for yeah. Daniel Stark. Yeah, we gonna we gonna get this last Twizzler. Sit on the Twizzler award to Daniel Stark, uh, Officer Daniel Stark. Um, he was the individual that was he tased. Excuse me. He's a Mississippi officer that tased a cuffed and compliant black man for no reason. It was a, it was a traffic stop. Um, they, you know, they ask the individual to step out of the car. They go to arrest him, and he was not even the initial arresting officer. The initial arresting officer, you know, got the individual out of the car, you know, 
was cuffing him. Man was compliant. There was no issue. No one had issue. The arre- the initial arresting officer had no issues. The the um, the 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 individual that the infraction was on was compliant. You know, there wasn't anything going on. So Daniel Stark decides that he's going to be the second officer on the scene, try to get a little aggressive, make a couple comments to the individual. The individual makes a comment back. You can't really hear it, but there's a comment that's made. Next thing you know, Daniel Stark, Officer Stark pulls the taser out, and he tases him at point-blank range in the back of the neck. Just at point-blank range, tases him in the back of the neck. And you see, the, you see the individual fall. You see the other officer kind of look at Officer Stark like, man, what the fuck are you doing? There's another officer that comes on the other side of the car and is like still looking. He has to look like, man, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what is happening? So the, the, the video kind of goes on a little bit, you know, things settle down. And I want to commend the other officers for in Mississippi because they are the ones that actually turned in Officer Stark for excessive force and, you know, so forth and so on. And I do believe that there are charges pending against Officer Stark right now. Um, so definitely, again, you know, shout, shout out to those other officers for not standing by and, and you know, going with the whole brotherhood thing of not saying anything. They actually did. They were the ones who reported Officer Stark um, and, and to get his ass off the street, man. So Officer Stark, you definitely get that. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to call you Officer Stark anymore. Daniel Stark, you get that sit on, you get that Twizzler this week, um, that down south country bread, Mississippi, collard greens Twizzler. Um, you you hope you choke on that and get everything that you got coming to you. Yeah, man. So, shout out to Daniel Stark for getting his ass about the paint, man. So, let's hop to sports. So, let's talk to the biggest thing, you know, the NBA. We're both probably the NBA, super NBA fans, Draymond and Tristan Thompson. Bowtie, <laughs> what was your first thoughts when you heard this? Hey, man, my first thought was, damn, man, uh, Tristan is, is, is letting this daggone Kardashian thing go to his head. He's like, look, I ain't going to take this land down. I ain't no, I'm no punk bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it, man. Uh, you know, it, it was it was surprising that that he that he ran up on him. So I guess everybody was wrong when we said Tristan ain't about that life, man. I guess Tristan said, you know, fuck that. I'm I'm going for mine, and he two piece Draymond. Hey, I'm also kind of glad that he did two piece Draymond, man, because I I, I I respect Draymond as a player, but God, he is annoying as hell. Hey, yeah. When I first thought, I thought, oh damn, you know, and I'm thinking like, man, let me let me talk about Tristan Thompson. Now this brother sit back and he, you know, he got a lady, young lady pregnant, I think a couple of years ago, and left her for Chloe. And then Chloe's pregnant. He was out here. They had a picture of him in the nightclub, and Tristan had three of them on him. The rumors are that you know Chloe got off duty officers looking at Tristan's whereabout. He had to get rid of the quote unquote the thought the thought arrange. So I feel bad for the brother. <laughs> you know, the brother, you know, hey man, you know he he have he was living his life a certain type of way, happy, you know, getting a few offensive rebounds, playing with the goat. Now look at him, the goat is gone, his thotterage is gone. So he sees Draymond, oh yeah, his hands down, man down, keep that same energy all day. You know that that's the Mike J special because cats love to do all that talking, but you know when they see you, they don't do that to keep that same energy. So. I don't feel bad for him, man. I don't feel bad for Draymond getting getting shoved or mushed or hit or whatever. But then in Draymond in true petty fashion, did you see him on his uh, Instagram? Somebody, you know, they had a, they were gonna have a, a parade for Tristan in Cleveland for hitting Draymond. <laughs> so then you know Draymond was like, that. "That'd be the first." Day. Oh, you didn't see that? Yeah, man. They no, had like a uh, they had you know they had like well, you know like four thousand people said they were gonna show up. 
So then Draymond was like, yeah, yeah my, that'd be the last phrase I ever going to have since LeBron left. And he put the little shrug emoji. So, <laughs> yo, man. So Draymond got the last laugh, man. I don't think he, I don't think he got like knocked out or nothing like that. I think he just got mushed. I think he got nah. mushed. But still, it's just funny, man. So, you know, I don't know. I, I think they should go ahead and have a, go ahead and then do it up again. I'm like, yo, do it with gloves, man, you know. You know, bring your man, you know, bring somebody else's man and get it on, man. You go ahead and throw them hands and keep it moving. But, you know, I just thought that was funny, man. It's just with all the heavy stuff that we have to deal with in life. Oh, yeah. mine and Tristan getting into it. But, so trying to off of that, bro. What's up with your boy KD, man? Said OKC with hey, the phony him. And now we're seeing the real him. So let me ask you this, Bowtie. Who is the burn? Is that like him speaking himself in a third person limited? Is this some type of alter ego? <laughs> I don't know, I refer to myself to Teddy Pablo when I'm uh, flaming people on the internet, which I think some Iggy Azalea fans uh, last night. Well, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> so, yo, man, yo, man, I'm doing better. I almost like I almost lit into the shit even more last night, but I, I had to calm myself. I felt I felt like an Archie Jones. So I chilled. So man, I had so, to bring it a little back no, in, man. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me tell you <laughs> what happened, right? So I'm watching boxing last night, and something on X Double XL comes up talking about uh, Iggy Azalea's new album come out like uh, Surviving the Summer. So I tweeted back to Double XL. I thought we could survive the summer without listening to her album, and I put the Nick Mon- Nick Nick Young gif on there. It kept it moving. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, these Iggy Azalea fans felt like trying to stand my account. And I had dozed off and I woke up. It was Sunday morning. So I'm getting ready for church. And I was getting ready to say something really mean. But God, the Holy Spirit himself spoke to me and said, no, 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 my son. <laughs> not so I obeyed God. But if y'all ever try to jump back in my, my message again, Lord knows my heart and he knows my struggles. And I will flame you to death. <laughs> I will find a weakness about you and keep it moving. So do not, don't play me, don't try me. I will flame you. So that's a shout out to those people. I, I, I put them on mute, not blocking mute. I just let them go ahead and talk in the wind. But I will flame them. But hey, man, <laughs> back to I KD. Think, you know what? You know what, man? Honestly, I, honestly, I, I think that. I think that KD was just channeling his inner Mike J, man. I think that's just what it is, man. And I, I'm tired of people talking about, you know, oh, K, KD's soft or, you know, KD's hard, KD this. K, man, just let the dude live. Let KD do KD and keep it moving, man. If he wants to talk trash to the, 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 the little guy that was, a, you know, a college student or whomever, man, just let KD pay, be KD. But you know what I mean? Like that's just that that's just where I'm at with it, man. You know, let 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 KD do his thing, man. If he if y'all want to call him phony, that's fine. Or you know, if you want to say that you know he's a tough Tony, that's fine too, man. Just the way I look at it, you know, hell, if if KD's responding to your tweet or to your you know whatever, hey, you get your get your few moments, get your few moments, and say, hey, a celebrity's talking to me or a celebrity replied to me, and keep it pushing, man. I don't think it's really that big a deal. KD is still a, one of, in my opinion, one of the top two basketball players playing right now. LeBron's number one, and then KD's number two, in my opinion. Um, and he's, he's a goddamn beast on the on the court. And, you know, if he if he's channeling, you know, getting his little, you know, Kobe or own or whatnot, or getting a little chip on the shoulder, whatever you want to call it, so be it, man. Um, as long as as long as that man goes out and competes every night and puts puts on the show, I'm with it, man. Yeah, but you know, the kid did flame KD. That's the KD talked about it, man. Hey, did the kid was like, at least that's not from your burner account. 
game over. Yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> game, he, game I mean, he got it. He got yeah, it. He got him. But I'm just like, man, let's just, just keep it pushing, man. Everybody's giving yeah. KD all, all this and all this, all this smoke or whatnot. And it's just like, hey, <laughs> let, let let the dude be, let the dude do his damn thing, man. Yeah, man. So, all right, man. So, all right. So, you know, the mellow, stay mellow, hashtag. What you say, bro? Yeah, man. No, no, no. Yeah, I, was, no. I was about to say the same thing, man. So, mellow, clear waiver. So, the, yeah. Do you think that, that that Houston is a is a is a sure thing, man? What are your thoughts on where Melo's going to go, and what, what do you what do you think is a good fit for Melo? I mean, it depends on what Melo wants to do, and I'm talking about on the court. If he wants to be Team USA, Melo, then yeah, Houston would be the spot. If he thinks he's New York Knicks, Denver Nuggets, Melo, yeesh, <laughs> he needs to go somewhere like Sacramento where he can put up empty numbers. You know, is this as many go Orlando? <laughs> uh, I know, right? You go up there and put up 25 points a game, get all your shots. Uh, I mean, I think Melo, man, he's still a really good player. Honestly, from a basketball standpoint, I don't think Melo's ego could take it. He'd be better off coming off the bench and being your cl- and being on the closing team like that, you know, line up with Jackson and get you points. That way he can, like, yeah, you know, get into the groove of the game. You look at the Rockets, you mean, you, you will see Harden and Chris Paul play the first, first minutes of, you know, the first quarter together, then one of them will go take a break, and then you'll take over at the point. You know, then they will, you know, close it out, the game together. It would just, you know, yeah. that way both of them could still have be high usage players, and they still could get their shot. Melo could be that sixth man to come off the bench and give, give you a scoring punch, because he could score, still yeah. score from all three levels. But I don't think so that Melo is willing him to come the, off the bench. Bring, I was going to say, so if, if if it's just a Houston thing, and you say, and Melo's like, I'm gonna come off the bench and kind of go with the scenario you gave. What do you do with Eric Gordon? Because Eric Gordon was a, was a production guy for them last night. Do, do you slide Eric Gordon to the starting lineup and let and let the let the beard play the three? Like, what do you do? I think with the, I mean, at this point, Houston, they still need a. I mean, they got Clint Capella's coming back, but you can always those guys all can play together. And, and then, because the biggest thing in the NBA is not who starts, who is who still get their minutes and who still get yeah. their, uh, and who still close the game out. And Eric Gordon was the guy who closed the game out because the fact that he gave you like a shooter to give, you know, some space to Harden and CP3. So you still could close yeah. the game out with him because I mean, most teams go small, you know, as far as they get the best scores on the court at the end of the game. So for me, you mean, Eric Gordon seems like a guy, like a team guy. You never heard anything like Eric Gordon. You know, being the type of guy like me guy or anything like that. You right. know, just, oh, absolutely. You know, even when he was in college, that IU, they went through that yep. crazy season. He still handled his business. So he's a, he's a true professional. So I don't really worry about that. I still think he would get his minutes because you're still going to take out uh, Harden and Chris Paul so they can, you know, be, you know, have the ball in their hands. So he's still going to get his 30 minutes a game or however many minutes he was playing. But I think Melo, no that's the you know the closest spot for him to want to win. But if he, you know, he disappears, or he goes outside thought Miami, because Miami they have really good training staff. Eric Spoelstra gets the most out of players. Melo still can put up points, and Melo can still live the lifestyle that Melo likes. You know, I see yeah. pictures of Melo with a cigar, and have you know basically having like a you know somebody like a. Uh, you know, like a like a you know, I don't want to say a bartender, but you know, somebody out there make sure his drink was filled up and plenty of ice and the cigar was right. So, you know, but I think he's gonna be the spot. But hell, if it was me, if I was Melo and Lala ain't at the crib, I might think about Miami. 
You know, Melo's about to get in that bread, man. So he's a he is a Hall of Famer at the bank, which is to me the most important part. So yeah. So all right, man. So let me ask you this, down, man. So the foot, let's go to the NFL. Yo, man. So what's going on with your boy Dak? You know, oh, so you. So let's I guess let's just kind of go back. You know, Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones. Stephen Jones is Jerry Jones' father, uh, son. You know, they the NFL and the NFLPA said that they would this whole anthem thing. They would go back and negotiate it. Well, Jerry Jones and uh, son Stephen Jones said they had to stand outside, stand on. Every, they can't stand in the locker room, even though their the first thing said the players could stand in the locker room if they wanted. That's what the NFL said. He said they had to have their feet on toes on the line and be ready to go. You know, Dak and Zeke Elliott. I know why Zeke Elliott said it because, you know, Zeke Elliott kind of went through all that, that domestic abuse stuff last year and Jerry Jones had his back. So, you know, he had to have yeah. ten, 10 toes down. And Dak yeah. had 10 toes down. He said he's not about protesting during the game. He's about that action. But let me ask you this both times. Can you be about that action? Now, if you say you're about that action, doesn't that force you to actually be about action to make sure you get back? You can't say I'm about yeah. that action and then you don't do anything. Because it comes off yeah. disingenuous. So what do you think? Yeah, I, oh, I 100% agree. 100% agree with you. Uh, you. You cannot you cannot be about that action and not be taking any kind of action, um, no matter what. Um, and he, Dak has obviously made it a, made it clear that he's not taking any action um, with regards to anything but football on the field or you know in between the in between the uh, sidelines. Um, and, and it could just be my ignorance, but I have not seen or heard or noted Dak having any or being about any action off the field except just living his own life. Um, of, of course, there are those mandated things that the team makes you do because you're the face and you're the quarterback, um, but what really is Dak doing outside of those things? I, I don't see it. I don't know. Um, so I can't say that Dak is really about that action, as he said, Um and even on the field, I think Dak's a good, a great quarterback. And you know, obviously, I want to see um, a quarter, a minority quarterback um, excel. Um, but even that, you're a Dallas Cowboy, and you had to, you continue to have mediocre seasons and lead your team to mediocre seasons, you know, average seasons. So, um, in that respect, I'm just going at Dak and saying, what action are you about? Show me something. On the field, show me something significant on the field. Show me something significant off the field. Show me something significant about something of significance, Dak. That that's that's where I'm coming from. So it'll be interesting to see going going forward, man, about that. But let's uh, you know, I I don't know with the Cowboys. Let me ask you this, man. Did you watch the Hall of Fame stuff yesterday? Uh, I call highlights bits and pieces of, of the Hall of Fame stuff. Um, I, I saw some, some some different highlights and media stuff about what you got to, but um, I definitely uh, want to shout out uh, Randy Moss, man. Uh, he yeah, man. he was about that. He was about that action, Dak Prescott, uh, in his hall, you know, for his Hall of Fame uh, induction. But Mike, say, let me hear you chime in on that. What you think about Randy Moss and <laughs> uh, think about Randy Moss and interaction with, with with your guy Ray 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 Lewis. Man, well, I thought I love Randy Moss. He had that tie that showed all the people, all the people of color who've been killed by police over the last few years, man. So to be able to put that out there on a grand stage like the Hall of Fame shows that he really is about the action, like you said. Uh, Ray Lewis, I watched some of it today. Yo, I ain't shout out to Ray, yo. So he must have like the Beijing like 
like the person who came over Beijing hooked his <laughs> Beijing up because he was out there sweating and everything. And I was ready for that Beijing to sneak down from his uh, hairline that has been going on reverse over the last few years. I thought it was going to go his eyebrows, but his Beijing stayed. So shout out nah, he got that. He got. He got that. He got that premium Beijing, man. Got that imported yeah, Beijing. Is, <laughs> yeah, this is the Beijing that you get from, like, you know, this. This ain't regular Beijing. It's like on that Chris Rock uh, documentary, that good hair or whatever. Good so hair. He's going, yeah. he's hey, that's a documentary too. He's going over to India and China, and he's like, Yo, I'm getting the Beijing straight from the straight from the plant. He he's like the Frank Lucas of Beijing. He's like, No, 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 no. You ship this Beijing over to me. I want to cut. No, you know, right. no steps on. It. You know, this is straight. This is straight. Mm. Straight heat. So I get into the pierced. Oh yeah, man. So, you know, I watched some of it, man. I guess after Ray Lewis and that whole anthem thing and everything else, and it's kind of like, eh, great player. But once they go to Fox, they kind of people start to change. So I don't really have too many things <laughs> about Ray. So, you know, I just Ray. Ray will be Ray. Ray will be. When I remember Ray, I'll, it'll be. You can't ignore what happened in Atlanta. Great football player, maybe one of the greatest linebackers ever. That's really all I have to say, man. And one of the illest uh, intros ever. That damn dance oh, yeah. was hell. Yeah, you remember when T. <laughs> yeah, you remember when T. L. when they were playing? I think he was playing for the Eagles when he caught that touchdown and he did the damn oh, Ray yeah. Lewis dance and Ray Lewis was yeah. hot. He was pissed. pissed. Hot. I'm like, how can I think Ray might have reached that knife on that one? Oh, allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly, you know, Ray was Ray Ray Price said, "Yo, don't let me get order. my wife." Yeah, oh. <laughs> Ray Price was like, Ray Price was like, "Yo, man, let me go ahead and get my don't let me get my white suit." Allegedly, allegedly, man, y'all gonna make me go back to my old self. <laughs> you remember on that James Brown get on up? You ain't gonna have me come out myself. <laughs> That's probably how Ray was, you know, at the Randy at the T.O. scored that touchdown, man. So yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, so let's so but before we get hey, into man. this college, go ahead. Oh no, I was I was just about to ask you that, man. I got a feeling you gonna say what I was gonna ask you, man. Oh, about the Urban Meyer situation, man. Urban Urban Meyer scandal, man. I want to get your take hey. on that, man. Mike Mike J Mike J was had a, had a lot of slander in the group chat. <laughs> her group oh chat. yeah, <laughs> this, oh yeah. I, week, I was killing them. Shout out, shout out, shout out to. Hey man, shout out to Ray Day, man, and you know. Uh, a diehard OSU fan, man. Shout out oh, to my man. brother it's, Ray it's, Day, man. It's two, it's two of them. Demetrius and Peter. Oh, and, and Demetrius, yeah. And, Demetrius and Peter, and Peter too, yeah. yeah. It's three of them, though. It's three of them. But, yeah, I man. mean, back to Urban Mike, Mike, thing. Like, oh. Mike J had a lot of slander for them. This oh. If y'all could have only oh, yeah. seen our group text. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't, you know, that's, we, we keep that, because it's seriously, though, man. That's just like, yeah, no, if you knew, yeah, y'all gonna say. Man, like, you know, this man was, you know, Leslie beating on his wife. Yo, man, she's a woman beater. I don't want to be around you. I don't want to kick it with you. You ain't fan. You ain't nothing. Like, you just, I don't even want to be associated with you. Ain't, you ain't shit. You, <laughs> you are a waste of flesh. That's what you are. Yeah, you are a waste of flesh. So, Any man know, that puts his hands on a woman, he, he, that's not a man. That's a, that's a waste of flesh. Not a, not a, not and if, all, and, if, and if you know, if you a man and you know a man that does that, and, or you, and you've done nothing about it or to stop it. You a piece of shit too. And that's kind of yeah. I'm not I'm not accusing Urban Meyer or anything like that. But uh, if if you are somebody who knows that this type of the domestic violence in any fashion is going on, whether it's male on female or female on male, uh, if you know about it and you do nothing about it, you're a piece of shit. You're just as much as part of the problem. So um, 
I, I don't I don't know what's going to happen with this situation, but you know I hope the truth comes out. But more importantly, um, the victims uh, that are that are involved in this, I hope that they find health, or peace, and healing in, in all of this. But Mike J, you let you chime in on it, man. Yeah, just the same thing, man. I'm interested to see what's going to happen with Meyer. I honestly think he's going to be suspended for the year, and then he'll come back in 2019. But we'll get into more about a college football preview on our group chat uh, radio show on Wednesday night. So we'll be doing one of those with the fellas. So we look forward to that, and we'll talk about the top 25 or top 10 or something like that. Big games coming up, so maybe some championship predictions. So we'll get into more college football then, and hopefully we'll have some more news about it. I think obviously you're not going to have anything on the weekend. So, you know, it'll be we might have some news on our group chat show on Wednesday nights, but uh, definitely we'll check in on that, man. So no both My brother, it was you know, we like doing these music things. And it was three albums oh, that came yeah. out. They came out three different parts of our lives. You know, we've been, you know, we, there was something on Twitter the other day. It was just like, name somebody who you've been, boy, been, you know, for instance, in elementary, both times go back. We 25, 26 years. 25, of our 26 lives. years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's, you know, that's what comes up. So when we talk about these albums, we're talking about times in our lives. So the first album we're going to talk about is Only Built for Cuban Links. So this thing, it's kind about 95, so let's put this at 13. Yeah, I remember, mm-hmm. like, my parents, my parents let me listen. I had to sneak and get this one. I got them up from Harmon Music on, on Keystone back, you know, in the city. And when I got it, yo, man, I couldn't understand all the stuff that the Ray Quinn was saying. It was so fly, bro. This is, like, my yeah. favorite Wu-Tang album of all of them, and one of my favorite albums of all time. So, I mean, it was just, for me, man, it was uh, Incarcerated Scarfaces, uh, Verbal Intercourse, I uh, I mean, the whole album was the glaciers of ice, and it's old man. The duo, uh, I love yeah. Ray Kwan and Ghostface rapping together, man. So tell me about this album, bro. Oh yeah, man. It's, it's, it's same for same for me, man. Uh, definitely a, a, a hard album that that I liked. <clears throat> Excuse me. And this this actually shows, uh, you know, shows the, the friendship that Mike Jay and I have for 26 years. We've been been friends since we were in fourth grade, man. But, but but shout out to Mike Jay for putting me on to this album. So I didn't hear this album until Mike Jay put me on this album. Um, but we share a lot of the same songs. Like Incarcerated Scarfaces was definitely one of my, excuse me, one of my uh, favorite songs off the album. Glaciers of Ice. Um, I actually I actually did like. Um, What's it called? Uh, Spot Rushers. I like that song. Yeah. I liked Ice Cream. Um, I liked Heaven and Hell. Um, but yeah, man, uh, this this album was a banger, and this was kind of one of those uh, for for Bowtie for myself. It was one of those intro albums to like real East Coast music. I was just kind of getting into the woo and figuring them out, and you know, just different just different types of music. And this was this was one of those introductions for me. But again, it goes back to what Mike J said. Mike J put me on to this album, man. So so definitely uh, thanks to my brother for doing that, man, because this is good music on this album. All right, man. So the next album is something that I was been jealous of both times. Jealous in a good way. It was him for years. UGK came in concert. We were before, you know, I think we were like what fourteen. And yeah. both I got to go and I didn't get to go. And this was yeah. Riding Dirty. This is when Riding Dirty came out. And Riding Dirty is one of my favorite albums of any genre. I love Riding yeah. Dirty. That's one of those albums that I could listen to. I mean, the whole, it's the whole thing through. The whole everything, thing, whole thing through, no skip. No Not at skip, all. whole thing through. 
Not at all. Yeah, man. So, so what, what, what songs stand out on this one for you, man? I know it's going to be tough, man. So just give me two, man. Because like I said, I know we can go all day with this album. Just give me two. Um, I mean, actually, One Day and Murder, those, those are easy. But let me, but one of my low-key favorite songs is the actual, is Diamond, Diamonds and Wood. You know, that's, Diamonds that's and, in, uh, in, right, in, last, in last song, Right Dirty. But, you know, I love the whole album. But those four are like my favorites on the album, man. Diamonds and it's, it's diamonds it's diamonds and wood and murder for me. Them two songs. Yeah. So if, I, if I had to, if I had to pick two, it's gonna be them two. Diamonds and yeah. wood and murder. Yeah, I mean, I just and I think just the fact that Bun V kicked one of the hardest verses I've ever heard, and anybody Bruh. spit on murder. And yo, he didn't even punch in a he didn't even punch in a punch out. He did it all in one take. Yes, Bruh. Yo. I mean, was, people talked about that that Kendrick control verse. And that was a good verse, but personally, I think that I like this verse better. I mean, it's right. just you know they can get mad and everything you. else. Revisionist history, but I like this verse. You know, he just Pimp C just let him go off. And he dropped that simple beat and he went off. Right. You know, so no punch in. It was all all there, man. So. Man, this is all day music right here. You know what I'm saying? Like this, all this day. is you. We're back here in the city. Well, you know, Mike J and I, when we when we was coming up, and we, you know, we first got our little cars, and you know, even a little bit after, man. You know, and those who know those who know Naptown, Indianapolis, man. You know, you get your little stuff. You, you know, wash it up real good, real good. Wipe it down. You roll up and down tray eight. Have your music playing with your with your boys, and just kick back. This was that. This is that type of music, man. This this is that damn CD. This is that damn that that murder song, the diamonds and wood. I'm just letting this flow, man. All down tray eight, man. All day, man. But last the last CD we want to talk about, and this is something that we both in the in both times again. I just listened to his, but with Snoop Dogg, his first album on limit, the game is to be told, not to be sold. Now this can preface y'all for our younger listeners. You know, Snoop it dropped. You know. Doggy style, then the dog file, then all that drama with Death Row happened. So Snoop going to No Limit, the story of itself, a Snoop Dogg, a superstar going to No Limit was bigger than the album. Yo, was this yeah, it was ready, man. So I'm gonna let you I'm gonna yeah, let you shine bro. on that. Cause I got I already got my favorites. I had I hadn't listened to this album probably at least ten years. You know, oh, so. bro, this I, this is a, this is another album that I actually I really did like, man. Uh, first and foremost, twenty dollars to my name. That's my oh yeah, like twenty dollars to my name in the game, yeah. man. Yo, so man, that was that the kind of song Slim was on? Yeah, Slim was yeah, on there, that, man. Yeah. Uh, I like that. Um, I like that Snoop World, Fresh Out the Gate. Yeah, yeah, Snoop I like hustle and ball. Um, yeah. I like to hustle and ball. Um, Wolf with Fiend and Mystical, that beat was oh, yeah. tight. I like the way I like Fiend is probably one of my favorite Southern rappers. Um, but like I said, between all to my name, Snoop World, or yeah, Snoop World, Hustle and Ball, Wolf. Um, you had True Tank Dogs on that album, man. Yeah. Um, I can't think of the name. What's the song with Charlie Wilson? Show Me Love with Charlie Wilson. Yeah. Man, that, that, the, the album went, man. Yeah. The album went. I, didn't, I, mean, I, I it, really, it, I really it, did it like this album. better. It aged better than some it of the other Nolan albums. And some of the other Nolan albums, no doubt. Like, damn, I like this. But, you know, you're 15 years yeah. old. It's different than me at 36. But, yeah, I like the right. same songs that you like, man. You know, whoop, everybody was bumping that. I like that first cut and the 20 dollars to my name. Most of the albums that I heard it, I was like, yeah. Because I was like, yo, I'm thinking this is going to be dog shot. But, obviously, it wasn't. But, 
it aged ah. a lot better than I thought. Cause I had to really run through it one more time. And I know you like tussling balls. So that's what came up with your nickname. It ain't my fault. They call me Mr. Seasoning yeah. Sauce. It's seasoning <laughs> sauce. That's right. <laughs> yeah, man. So that was that was that funny, was my man. Going. Yeah, yeah, man. So that was like it albums of like fault. your girl calls yeah. me seasoning salt. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was. Uh, so then we like to pick albums that came out, you know, as grown men sometimes, or as children, or as teenagers. So these were all albums that we were teenagers. So different phases of teenagers. So. Riding dirty in, in a and only built for Cuban links. We were in middle school. The game to be sold. I told we were in high school, so obviously we matured a little bit. So just a different right. point. That's why I love talking about these old albums because we really can talk about our lives. And music impacted us during these times. But yeah, man, yeah, man. So let's get to let's go on a ran through a watchtower before we made the show up, man. So I got my five people who deserve to die. And number one, be Teresa. <laughs> hey, man, if we be on the carriage, they be pissing you off. And Teresa is Tommy's dad. He's snitching to try to come home. He's snitching to come home. And you can't be gangster and do all this stuff, but then you snitching a rat. The second one is John Mock. And for those who watched this previous series of uh, Power, they had a character named Greg who I prayed and God gave me a kill. And Greg died, and I was happy. And now they got John Mock trying to take everybody down. He has a lot of Greg like tendencies. For those who watch Power, you will get it. Third is Dre, and Dre has tried to become Ghost, but he is just he's he he messes up a lot, and then he like throws people under the bus. Fourth, that down Tariq St. Patrick. And you probably like Mike J. Why are you talking about a child should deserve to die? Yo, man, this little dude is mad disrespectful. He snitched. Got his sister killed. And then the fact that every time Kanan drinks lean, he offers it. And he was like, you know, he drunk after another man's straw. Yo, I don't give a damn what it is. I'm not putting another <laughs> straw in my mouth after, after somebody else did. Yo. And lastly, and I this think is Tariq is on your I think Tariq is on your list every week, bro. <laughs> well, one week he was not. One week he was not. One week he was not. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, one week he was not. But now, hey, but we got somebody else, man. This is Terry Silver. Now, Terry wasn't on the last, this last episode. We was on two weeks ago. And Terry is the snake. He's the type, you ever know, you, you got your lady, man. We all got attractive ladies. And it's always a dude that want to come around and befriend her and basically throw salt in your game and do all that shade, slide shit. You know what I'm saying? That's this type of cat. He's yeah. this type of cat. We, we definitely like, don't want to know. Well, a few of them. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, definitely. It's a few, man. Okay, so. But, uh, you know, you know, you get those cats, man. So he's that type of guy. I want to be the all-day, be an all-day lame. So, you know, Ghost was having some issues being on the bottle. He comes silver, talking about, I got the cake and all this other type of stuff. Telling old girl, I love you. You can move in with me. Now, he's just a suck-ass nigga, man. So, you know, you know, it's just, he deserves he deserves to get it, man. So I'm, I'm, I'm definitely waiting for Silver. Silver, he's also the recipient. So these people on the list, they went up and down the list of, of who deserves to die, but they're pretty consistent. So, but yeah, man. So let's jump. We finished up power, man. So oh. let's jump into it. All right. What's up? You got something to say, bro? Oh, no, no, no. I was, I was going to say the same thing. I was like, man, what do you think about Insecure coming up this week, man? Bruh. Bruh, I'm ready, man. Next Sunday, bro, we got to make sure we get this yes, podcast out and be done because uh, when it's secure, come on, dog. I'm, I'm going to be in true bad bitch moment, dog. I'm already here listening yeah. to her when we get done. <laughs> 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 so uh, don't call me for nothing. <laughs> 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 I'm 
I'm gonna sit back there hey. and be ready to be ready to be entertained. Yo, man, so man, man so, this, so, man. So, so, tell, so tell me. Okay, go ahead. So what do you, I mean, everybody's been talking about people up Lawrence is not coming back. Like, do you think he should come back? Because I personally don't think he should come back this season. What do you think? I think Lawrence should be in the season. Um and it just just because and I'm and I'm not team Lawrence. Those who those who uh have been rocking with us for for a while, uh, go back and listen to those old episodes where we talked about insecure a lot, but um, I, I don't want Lawrence to be on the daggone show because I want to see, I want to see how he's progressed. Also, we all know we all seen what happened at the end of last season. We all kind of you know know what was up when they went their separate ways and so forth and so on. But I definitely think that we are owed justice um, to just to see what what Lawrence is doing. You know what I'm saying and how he how he's progressed or if he's progressed. You know, has he gone back to Marvin's room, Lawrence, and you know mm-hmm. just sitting in there. And sit, Sitting lonely, listening to listening to Drake in the weekend, and you know, just kind of you know reminiscing and, and not moving on, or is or is he the you know double Becky, uh, you know Lauren, yeah, you know he, out there out there out there living it out there living his best wife, you know carpooling Becky's, you know that's but the thing, those, but the thing those, is those, those who don't know what carpooling don't know what carpooling is. That's that's when one's riding up. Riding the face and runs riding down bottom. He ride. They both ride at the same time. That's what you call car. Well, let me ask you this though. <laughs> but Lawrence, he had the double Becky. He lived the life that most of us dream of. But then he became a simp afterwards. You know he what did. I'm saying? He did. He it did like, go back to being simp status. Think about it. They went and bought his groceries, gave him some weed to smoke. He knocked both of them down, and he still was a simp at the end. How do you live that lifestyle? Yo, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I. I personally think so that, that Lawrence is going to come back in season four. Think so? Yeah, because take a, little, take, a, take a little hiatus and, and then come yeah, back with a because, because now I read that they said uh, Daniel was going to get more of a storyline. Now, only way you really uh, can put okay. Lawrence in if he was going to put him with his homeboys. But you know, the fact that he's just living with Daniel, that's kind of unrealistic. You know, we're going to have Lawrence getting mad and ready to fight Daniel and stuff like that. I think Lawrence yeah. is going to bring Lawrence back in season four if he comes back at all. But, you Interesting. Know, so, okay, right. so, 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 what do you think about Molly, man? In the, in this little preview, tell tell me what your thoughts are with Molly going into this new season. Yo, I'm kind of ready for Molly to get exposed. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, oh. hey, listen, hey man, put, put like this, put like this, man. It's it's time, bro. You know, you let this ugly light skin, this nigga look like a damn badger. You let him go ahead and you know you dressing up for you dressing up you dressing up for him and everything and then you know a little real all he get was some warm Hennessy and get and get a screw in the back in the back of the law office. Now I was telling one of the homies at work when she said the little real got a he got used and I said no 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 you got to take the wins when you get it because Molly's a very attractive woman and if I had a chance to get into that Nigerian uh, that Nigerian hut I would do the same thing a win is a win <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Hey, you know you got a dream shake and go ahead and pop up in that thing. Don't be hey, a okay. About so, it, so why? So okay. So 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 tell me why you hating on the honey badger, man? Because I mean, right now he he's kind of doing his thing, man. You know, Molly. Well, it's it's, it's sort of it's the show. It's for the entertainment <laughs> of the show. We can think about it, man. You know, he was drawing her back, then the came and he had to bounce. This is now he's kind of want to see her face get broke. Because him too, but it's just kind of like for the entertainment of the show, you know. For him, like uh, him looking like an animal, he looked like something. He looked like a light skin. You know how some sewer drains where it's like a ditch 
and you get the you get that sewer drain that's out there, it looks like a high skin out vinyl thing that will pop out that sewer drain. So, you know, I don't want to show, man. I'm ready. I'm ready for them just to see what will happen. And maybe, you yeah, know, man. maybe, I maybe he might push the issue and say, hey, if he really was on some player stuff, like bring Molly with his current wife. I'm like, oh, let's make this happen. You know, push put the pedal to the metal. Nice little throttle. I know, right? <laughs> Shout out to him skiing on the skin of ski slopes. But uh, <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> but you know, man. But uh, what? So what's going on with the with you know the East of female crew? No, and I say I say female. I mean ladies, because you know women don't like that. Ladies, yo, man, yeah, I like yeah, Kelly. Yeah. I think Kelly's cool, man. Kelly makes me laugh. Hey man, I think I honestly think it, as she as she stated, they are all <laughs> the whole crew look like all three of the all three Jennifer Hudsons. Man, <laughs> Kelly Kelly is, to me is a quiet star, man. I'm looking for her to really to really evolve and, and blow up this. I shouldn't say blow up, but like really come into her own this season and have some serious storyline and, and have a lot uh, geared around her, man. So I'm excited for this season, and I really like I said, I want to see what happens with Kelly. I want to see what happens with old girl and, and uh, I can't think of her name. Her and her husband, or they think the husband's cheating on her or something like that. Yeah. Oh, I can't think of her name, but I, I really want to see Amanda, what Amanda Seals' character. Yeah. So I want to see what happens with the crew, man. With with, with all with all four of them, and just kind of goes what see what goes on with them, and and you know, j- just just how they respond to all the things that happened last season because there was. So much to happen last yeah. season. Like honestly, last season was kind of high, low key problematic, man. So I'm interested to see yeah. how they all come out to their own, man. Yeah, but yeah, I, I kind of I'm really interested to see, man. Like I said, man, I like I like her homegirls, man. I, I think it's a really good show. I think the reason I like Insecure so much is because none of the characters to me are really likable. I mean, you really can't yeah. get attached to anybody. I think that's why I like honestly with Chad and. uh and what's uh what's, and Kelly to me are my favorite characters. Hey man, is Chad is a star. I knew we we need yeah. more Chad this season too. I was just yeah. about to say that. I was gonna yeah, I, I was think... gonna ask you uh, what type of new characters would you know would you like to see or you know plot twists or whatnot, man. And I was like, I really... I'm chiming in on mine right now, man. Chad, oh, oh, I, I need to yeah. see development for Chad. <laughs> I would like to see like Chad. I would like to see uh well she probably ain't gonna have the blood dude in there. Uh, you know, Lisa's old apartment. She doesn't, <laughs> she doesn't live there anymore. I really like it because of the, the details. You know, you know, yeah, you know about the vouch. You know, so yeah. you know, I just I'm interested to see. You know, I don't see those. I don't. I don't want to have to see any really new characters. I would just like to see more Chad. But then again, I don't really know if you'll see more Chad because Lawrence isn't there. Yeah, I mean, you know, so I think you'll see more. Of Issa's uh, pregnant homegirl and her husband, because they, you know, uh, they've kind of made it seem like maybe she stepped out on him after he stepped yeah. out on her. So I think that I don't want to see any other like new characters. I mean, her job is always interesting, and Issa's interesting. I think Daniel's going to get more of the shine this this season. So that's when we're so it'll be interesting going forward. We definitely will be talking about Insecure, all our shows going forward, and. You'll see some crossover episodes with our sophisticated uh, ladies with a uh, Criddle 24 and Shady Kiss. So we are definitely looking forward to that. Hey, All right, yeah. man. All right, my brother. Yeah, man. So um, I, I wanted, I, I wanted to, uh, and, and this, and, and this little, this little piece right here. I, we, we, this is going to be kind of an ongoing type thing, but I, 
I hit Mike J up this this week, and, and like I said, we just want to touch on it real quick. We really want to engage you guys. This is kind of a conversation starter. Uh, so hit us up on the Twitter, hit us up on the IG and all that type of stuff. But I hit Mike J up this week and was like, bruh, t- talk to me about this pick me Twitter, man. What are your thoughts on it? You know, the, what you, I know you see all this different type of stuff. And to my surprise, you know, Mike, Mike J said he ain't really been seeing it. So for those who don't know, uh, pick me Twitter. That it is the 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 branch of Twitter, the 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 under one of the underbellies of Twitter, where individuals pretty much just go out of their way to to try to get chose. So, and it, it is male and female, uh, uh, goes from both sides. So a lot of times you will see, uh, you know, a female, you know, would make the statement something along the lines of, you know, oh my gosh, you guys want want this man to propose to you, you know, with a $50,000 ring and the wedding is supposed to be $200,000 and the dress is this and that and that. <laughs> and I, I'd be happy with someone to just say they love me and we can go down to the, you know, JP and get married and just have a, have a pizza together and whatnot. And it just kind of goes out to like, hey, pick me, look at me. Don't, don't pay attention to any of this. Look, look at me. Look what I, you know, I'm not all that, but, you know, just pick me or um, like I said, just different little scenarios like that, but we uh, see a lot of it, you know, on different social media platforms, and uh, just kind of want to know what you guys' thoughts are, because reading a lot of the comments for some of these pick, twi- pick me Twitter posts, um, y'all go in. Y'all go in hard <laughs> on people, um, and y'all go in for, you know, both good, bad, and indifferent, man, and so obviously it strikes a chord with a lot of people, so Wanted to wanted to spark up a little conversation for y'all. Uh, y'all hit us up um, and, and let us know. We're, we're going to talk about this for a few episodes and, and perhaps a crossover episode because we have shared this with the ladies also. So um, just 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 hit us up and let us know what y'all think. But Mike J, just real quick, just just off of that that basic premise where you and I've been talking about, man. Just give me a little bit of your feedback before we start hearing from the people. I mean, you know, you get to this point, man. It's like Twitter, like everybody comes out and they give some of these random ass opinions. So I, while you were talking, I went to the Twitter and and put on there, you know, pick me Twitter. So, you know, also somebody tweeted out, if pizza is a date, sitting in your car talking is a date, laying in bed is a date, zero or $100, thank you for spending time with me. That's what some skirt, skirt said, so I assume that's a man. So next thing you know, you know, somebody else, uh, they kind of had these comments. So I'm going to read one man and one woman that we can get out of here. So they said, yeah, they consider dates, but let a, let a nigga put some thought in. And this is from El Negro and effort into it. It's sitting in the car and talking. is amazing. Don't get me wrong, but does that really show I'm trying? And some young lady, Brooklyn baby, says, depending on the situation, if you and the girl are an hour drive away, 30 minutes, you both work alternating schedules or generally can't afford, then it's put in effort. There are lots of situations where the time options being limited. And then this go, fella goes back. No excuses. Know your worth. <laughs> so, you know, it's just, it's just <laughs> yeah, interesting to see how more and it's just to see how people give their opinions. It's like, and also jumping on kind of not, maybe not pick me Twitter, but how people got so upset about the Blake Griffin child support sign. But this is kind of like the Twitter oh, topic, yeah. you know, something men I'm like, you know, it's 9% of what he makes. It's like 250000 a month, right? But if it's 9% of what he makes and he's going to be able to write a lot off, off of taxes, you know, what can you do? So, you know, that's just been really interesting. 
you know, what's going on there. And just to see, I love to see the interaction of Twitter. I think Twitter is something I can just look at and not even engage a lot of the time to yeah. see what people, what people are saying. So, no doubt. So, oh man, so this is funny because pick me, somebody said pick me Twitter versus ain't shit Twitter. The rivalry's up there with Duke and UNC. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> yo, and somebody know, else. Man. You got, you yeah, also yeah. got Hotep Twitter out there, man. Oh, man. Hotep Twitter. <laughs> that's whole, that's Hotep, oh, that's a whole nother realm. Like even Hotep Twitter <laughs> talked about uh, the the white woman getting punched in the face at the damn Thurman Blevins rally, dude. With, like the punching <laughs> of Ogden. I feel like I was watching yeah. the Hotep version of damn. Uh, of the damn Avengers. <laughs> like, how you going to get a hotel with somebody to get snuffed? Yo, man, it's, it's, yo, man, it's, it's crazy, man. So, you know, you can always just yeah, find man. these little, these, you know, now I'm reading somebody yeah, else. Stuff the Twitter, y'all, yeah. man. We, we, this, this, this is an interesting conversation uh, just, <laughs> just to see what, what some of the feedback is and whatnot. And, you know, Mike, don't be surprised if Mike J and I are kind of engaging in some of this just to, just to see what you guys have to say or whatnot. But hit us up on, you know, on our personal Twitters. Hit us up on the Grown Manage Twitter. Just let us know what you guys are thinking. We are we are not shy We're about engaging folks in conversation or, or, or foolery at some points in time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes Mike J and I will engage in some time. Oh, yeah. I will, I will get in. I will go back and forth with you. I don't reason I didn't do it this because God spoke to me about not really going in on those Iggy Azalea fans. Because honestly, I was going to say some really mean stuff, but I had to chill. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, man. So it looked like we're about done, man. So we appreciate the love. You know, we've been gone for a few weeks, but we'll have a, a chat That's- show on Wednesday. The next two Wednesdays, college football this Wednesday. For our sports fans, pro football next Wednesday after that. We'll be back, you know, Saturday. Sunday, you know, before, you know, Insecure comes out. So, definitely, we've, we've gotten our breaks and rest, but we're ready to rev it up, you know, for the rest of the year. So, the next time yeah. you'll see this, you'll see another grown man this show, but after that, you'll see a pod print network. Same feed, you'll be getting more free content. So, appreciate y'all rocking with us. All our information is in the episode <laughs> description. Hit us up on the social media, on the email, and we'll holler at y'all next week. But both of hey. go ahead and close yeah, this one hey. out with a word, positive word. Oh, yeah, so as usual, uh, you know, kind of leave you guys with a little bit of words to go and, and go forth and conquer this week. So um, I'm going to leave you guys with this. Uh, by leaving behind your old self and taking a leap of faith into the unknown, you find out what you are truly capable of becoming. Um, and that spoke to that spoke to Bowtie Fresh uh, just because uh, Bowtie Fresh is, is taking, a, taking a leap of faith and kind of stepping out on, into a few things and, I am not scared of, of what I potentially can become. I'm actually trying to push that envelope. So I hope that all of you are doing the same. You know, just go ahead and, and leave behind the past and, and start to walk forward toward the future, no matter what it holds. Um, you know, be bold enough to take that step. So we definitely, that's man, that's a, great, that's a good word, brother. And I will holler at you, man. And we definitely, you know, appreciate everybody for rocking with us. And we'll catch y'all next week. We out of Enjoy the week, y'all. Later. Stop into Lowe's to fit a few more projects and a lot more savings into summer. Get your deck looking its best with the new Valspar Exterior Stain. It covers in one coat, is rain-ready in four hours, provides all-weather defense from the elements, and it's only at Lowe's. Then, get ready to kick off the fall grilling season with savings of up to 20% on select grills. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Grill offer valid through 829 while supplies last. See store for details.